Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fireteam Chat, and it's a big episode this week. We are going to be talking about the season of Dawn. Thank you for joining us. Joining me in the studio today is Travis McClunky. McClunky is right. And Brian Malkowitz. C-Team. Brian. Is that this way? C-Team. This way? No, it's this one. That one. And and to kick off the show, we're just going to get right into immediate reactions to season of Dawn. So let's start with Travis. Travis, what did you think of this reveal. I really, really, really like Saint-14, and I'm excited to for all of that stuff, but also Mercury it makes me worried because <laughs> it's Mercury. <laughs> Hot Mercury is my least favorite destination in all of Destiny history, yes. and Curse of Osiris is my least favorite expansion in all of Destiny history. I, I don't think you're alone no. by any margin. <laughs> like I think that's like... I would say it's upward in the 90% range of player base like feelings towards that expansion and play space. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm playing the trailer right now. If you're watching the video version, I've added some media to the show this time around. I'll see if I can do this more often. But um, yeah, we revisit Mercury. This trailer got a lot of people hyped. This trailer was absolutely excellent. Overall, I was really, really let down by the live stream. I feel like I... I I'm concerned that we are going to run out of content this season. Yeah. That keeps us really, really engaged the way that Shadowkeep did. Shadowkeep was a really great example um, of, you know, giving us reasons to keep coming back. It seems like it sort of petered out near the end. And I'm concerned that going forward with these seasons, uh, we're just going to run out of stuff. I will agree. The story stuff does sound great. Do you do you agree with my overall assessment about yeah. the worry that the community is? Oh feeling? yeah, one hundred percent. It sounds like all they're adding is some maps. Uh, they're you know they're tuning the sandbox. All that's cool, but mm-hmm. we're not really getting any like equipment refresh. We're not. It sounds like we're just getting some like a horde mode kind of thing. It's kind of unclear. The sundial. Yeah, it's kind of unclear if there's even really a campaign or or that. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be a campaign. Yeah, it's, it's, no. it seems like there's no. not. Uh, so yeah, it, and then obviously the biggest letdown for me is as soon as I saw it was Curse of or you know it was Osiris Mercury I was like it's happening my prediction's coming true Trials is coming back here it is yeah nope and nope yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean everybody so, set themselves up for failure on that one yeah, yeah. so real quick uh, there was some comment about PvP from Cosmo so let's jump forward to that uh, Cosmo uh, sort of addressed this PvP concern everybody brought up that they want to see PvP revamp they want to mm-hmm. see a change so he talked about all the changes that they have made to the subclasses that they've been addressing in PvP, how they're uh, uh, tweaking some of the stuff going forward, like Recluse is getting nerfed, OEMs getting getting adjusted, uh, as it's as time. as they probably need to be. And uh, he did talk about trials, and the, the quote that he said is he reminded us that trials is on indefinite. Wait, you got to remember trials of the nine. They've been they've been like they they're kind of mm-hmm. pushing that they always put the nine in the quotation marks because mm-hmm. they're trying to leave it that open ended because they did that Luke Smith did that in the uh, the director's cut 
mm-hmm. before Shadow Keep came out. And they did, did it again in this, in this tweet that Trials of the Nine mm-hmm. is on indefinite hiatus. So I, I will say that I recognize absolutely the community's concerns about PvP. I want to. I don't know if I've made this clear enough on the show, but I think that the changes that they made this season have been absolutely phenomenal for PvP. Basically, the survival game mode, the 3v3 game mode, it is the closest thing we've ever had to Trials of Osiris, and I have been grinding competitive PvP basically nonstop. I'm at 4,500. I'm going to go for a reset before the season ends. I was chasing chasing all the pinnacles and everything. I know I keep getting to like 47, 48, and then I'm bumped back down to 45, and I'm just stuck at like, what is it, Mythic 3? Mm -hmm. And then you hit Legend after that. But I I absolutely love a lot of the changes that they made to PvP. I've been having a blast with it. I still want to see PvP revisited. I want Trials of Osiris or Trials of the Nine back as much as anybody else, preferably the Destiny 1 style yeah. game yeah. mode. And yes, yeah, so so I don't want to be all negative about everything. They have done a lot of work in PvP, and they, yeah. they definitely deserve to be recognized for that. Still, we want to see a, a renewed focus. Yeah, I think the, pro- the problem is that there's no endgame activity for PvP. And we're mm-hmm. kind of talking about how we're worried about there not being enough content, right? And mm-hmm. a way to mitigate that is by investing in PvP because it's kind of an unending pool of content, right? Like if you mm-hmm. create an endgame uh, content for PvP that can keep players, you know, coming back week over week, it kind of it kind of uh, makes it less pressure on you to come up with a ton of PvE content, which seems like it would be way harder to develop, right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, th- 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 that's my take Especially on it. since like, every season is, like mostly pve centric yeah no it seems it seems like this would be a gimme right like create a pve th- or pvp uh, end game mode a, tr- a trials of osiris or a trials of nine that that has you know been tweaked to be a little bit uh more focused and then uh and then let players kind of carry that throughout a season that, mm-hmm. that seems like it would be you know pretty easy to do but uh yeah I, I guess we're not getting that. that how do you, how do you, <laughs> I know you're not a big PvP player, Brian, but do you notice any sort of lack or like what are you seeing within the PvP space? Any anything positive or negative? I think I think when the case of Trials of Osiris, obviously Trials of Osiris, if it was going to make a return, this should have been the season, mm-hmm. considering it's it's it, it you know its theme. Mm-hmm. But um, it, you know, it, on the other subject of of Trials of Osiris is that. It was less about just an in-game PvP mode, but the the loot pool in the original Trials of Cyrus was super interesting, and that's what kept yeah. people coming back. And that that you know that's what PvP we need right now because it's been a while since it's had a good refresh, and there's no good PvP loot to chase right now. Mm-hmm. That's the I think that's probably one of the biggest problems in PvP, more so of Trials missing. Yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah, I think that that's about all to say about PvP. People really want to hear what is going on with PvP. What are you changing? They have made some positive changes. Uh, we're getting Rusted Lands, the PvP map. I love that map. That is one of my favorite maps in Destiny. I'm really, really happy to have it back. It's very good. Um, it, it, it's not the PlayStation exclusive. I was mixing it up with the that's other one. It was the. It was the. Yeah. the it, I can't. I can't. Was it's, it named Rusted Lands in the original in Destiny? I don't remember, but it was the one that was in the beta in the very first yeah, beta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like that's the, what I thought it was. Like, looking mm-hmm. at that, I was like, that that's yeah. going to bring back some. Yeah, memories. and I'm actually really excited mm-hmm. for that. It's yeah. actually the one I used to play Iron Banner on a lot, mm-hmm. and I got some sick Nova Bomb kills. Nice. Yeah. 
back in the day. That's, yeah, that's the map's really cool. It's, it's it, you're, of, you're probably talking about when you're if you're playing like control in that middle. Yeah, one, control the and B, B zone. The yeah. B zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> just come around the corner and you just nova bomb yeah. right yeah. there, and there's you just get six kills. There's lots mm-hmm. of interesting kind of paths, like on the left side where there's the brick building that's destroyed. The destroyed yeah. ruins. Like yeah. those those little paths you can go under, mm-hmm. and on the other side there's uh you know near B zone those those two ones that lead around. Uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, and then there's that that low hanging like like bricks not brick slab but like concrete slab that goes over under the a side yeah yeah it's a well-designed map they did Love talk it. about um other maps that are getting added dead cliffs legions gulch retribution and solitude are back they're getting rid of emperor's respite good riddance yeah seriously <laughs> equinox i liked firebase echo and eh, whatever uh but vostok vostok is a good map a lot right? of people do not like vostok it's not great but like yeah. Half of these I'm glad they're leaving, and the other half I'm kind of like, oh, really? Like, Emperor, just delete Emperor's Respite. Mm-hmm. I really, uh, that map I don't like very much. That map's terrible for control. It's like completely unbalanced. Yeah. And, and while I'm looking at like, like my clash. random notes, because like there was a ton of little stuff in, in the TWAB, I do want to talk about one thing I've seen a lot in the comments of Fireteam Chat, and that's uh, Silver and Bright Dust being adjusted. Woo. So, did you, guys, did you guys read about this, Travis? Yeah, if yeah. you did, Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it's long overdue. Like the clearly the model they have now didn't really work because it was just whittling everybody's bright dust down. And how how is it changing for contact? Yeah. Okay. So actually, I should read the notes here. The paper. It's (laughs) right in front of you. Where is it? Actually, oh, it's on the other side. There it is. There we go. Okay. So silver and bright dust are being adjusted now. Eighty percent of your uh, of. You can purchase stuff with bright dust. Oh right, right. right. Will be available with with bright dust and. then what was the what was the other part about uh, they're, they're going to get tweet more. anything that's only available for silver they're going to put tweets right, out, like right, this right. stuff you can only get with silver yeah, 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 it yeah. will not be available even though we data mined that information i think start, <laughs> you know start, oh, they, yeah yeah but i mean like like i think it was uh what was it last season where only 50% of the stuff became available for bright dust mm-hmm. now they're changing it to 80 yeah yeah which is cool but uh my my concern mostly is with like replenishing your bright dust, right? Like I, I've noticed mine just kind of keeps going. Oh, it's down. Gonna keep There's going not down. really a good way to no. get more of it. Even it after like, even yeah. after the 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 adjustments they're making this season, like the bright dust economy is still going to be yeah. You know, you're 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 still going to only be able to afford like ghost projections and, and legendary emotes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like that needs to change because I I feel like I didn't gain any bright dust this in season, season of Dawn. All dawning weekly and repeatable repeatable bounties will award bright dust in quantities equal to the amount rewarded from Strike Crucible and Gambit bounties, two hundred per weekly and ten per repeatable. So that is going to be your new source for bright dust. Yeah, and um, ten is not a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, not I mean, a lot. buying like a ghost shell is like what two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, like, it's it's whew, a ton of bright dust. So because yeah. you're, you're and you're also not buying legendary ghost shells. You're buying those exotic ones, and those cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. That's all I care about, like the exotic stuff. So they've they've definitely throttled the bright dust economy, and I think they're going to continue tweaking that to be in a a little bit better place. Yeah, it's because they 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 understand the fan criticism towards it, but you know they're still in the mindset is like, hey, we need to make money off of this stuff, Mm -hmm. but we also need to find a way where we can make money off of this, but also have players happy with the economy we've chosen for this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a while until they figure figure that out. So yeah, I'm okay with them supporting the game with uh, microtransactions and and you know just being cosmetic stuff. But th- this kind of you know, 
it's a nice it's a nice idea, but it's kind of speaking to a larger problem, with this, which is there's so much in Eververse right now. There's really nothing to, you can obtain. There's well, really not a lot you can obtain. Yeah, you're going to have this armor set to yeah. chase. I don't know if it'll be available in the Eververse. but No, that, think, that's the season is, pass armor, I believe. Yeah. Okay. But but going back to what you were saying with, with the Eververse loot pool, is you, is you, I, you know, this has been talked about many times, uh, but it's, it's, it's the problem where you see the, th- like, themed items based on that season. So, like, the ship that looks like the Scarlet Keep, why isn't that like the dungeon ship? Yeah. Why, you know, it's just like, you know, in Destiny 1, when they came out with Wrath of the Machine, they had a ship that you could get in Wrath of the Machine that was like all Sivified. Yeah. And same with Taken King. And it's just like, why aren't these things in the loot? Like, you can create a separate loot pool for for Eververse, sure, but like the ones that are like heavily themed on the things that we are playing, like those, those should be obtained while yeah. playing the game. I agree. It also feels weird that like all of the coolest looking stuff is in Eververse and like well, well uh, for obvious reason they want yeah. you to, they want you to buy it. Yeah, but your alternative is like looking kind of like mediocre. Yeah. If you It's if like you make cool looking stuff for Eververse, but put also cool looking stuff yeah. in the game. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're incentivized to make your armor look less cool if it's not, you know, premium. Like it yeah. I mean the entire season like the entire season of uh of Undying, all I wanted was to finish the season pass so I can get the the ornaments because I think that was the best looking set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, no pinnacle weapons was a concern a lot of people brought up. There are going to be pinnacle weapons. They They're confirmed just not that on Twitter. They're just yeah. not revealing that. I can't at this wait time. for them to be required for the title. That was a joke. Let's talk, the Undying title was pretty rough. I hope they take the feedback of, hey, I don't want to go kill things with a assault rifle in your sundial mode for 900 hours. Uh, let's talk actually about the sundial mode using that mm. as a jumping off point. Sure. We'll just play some footage from the, the stream here. Um, what do you guys think of this mode? To me, it's a mix of Menagerie and the Vex Offensive together. Yeah. I am really concerned that this is what we're going to be doing until February 11th. Yeah, I yep. I'm mostly concerned with that they didn't show a lot. They like did a round where they pick up they pick up orbs and they throw them at Shield of Cabal, which is n- in no way a new mechanic. <laughs> so I I'll I, be honest with you though, Brian, like I think this is it. That's what that's the sundial pro- mode's gonna be, and my, that's not that exciting. Exactly. So right, so that's why I don't want to jump to conclusions because I remember when Curse of Osiris revealed and they're like, Oh, here's the infinite forest everybody's minds went, went crazy with possibilities of like randomly generated things and, and stuff like that with this, they were like, Oh yeah, now you're going to be playing with time and jumping through all these things because the red Legion are trying to rewrite an ending to the red war. And I immediately, when they said that, I was like, Oh, that'd be awesome. If like somehow it, mm. you know, like you're doing this and then like at the end of it, you're doing some sort of like reprise of a red war mission mm-hmm. that, you know, is going in a different direction somehow. Nope. It's but on and I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? I got to tame that <laughs> yeah. sort of expectation yeah. and go, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I thought from the trailer. Cause they show like the light going back in the traveler and the they're showing yeah, exactly. So there's just, and you're there's, like, Whoa, what's happening here? Like, are we going to like alter the red war somehow? Maybe Cade it, will survive. So wait, like, you, know, you yeah. think that suddenly we're going to be teleported from Mercury to a scenario where <laughs> no. it's like the, the red war. No, no, no. I'm, but what I'm, that's what I'm, in the trailer, they're saying the the Legion is trying to rewrite yeah. an ending to the Red War. So I'm mm. just like, wow, maybe the, that you know they're using the Infinite Forest yeah. to create different aspects of the Red War, and yeah. we would just replay them somehow I, at different time points in that period. Yeah, I think what we're saying is that that's what everybody would love to would see. love. Uh, yeah. sure not, not going to oh, happen. Absolutely, you know? yeah, like, absolutely not. But it's just that my mind went crazy when they said that because of the lore implications from it. You're just like, man, this makes me want that. Yeah, even though I'm not going to get that. 
Everything yeah. that they've shown has actually been more of a punch in the gut for me because it's just like, hey, anything you thought was going to happen, oh, it's totally not. So yep. just chill and relax. Yeah. yeah it's, and that's a bummer. Yeah, it seems like the coolest thing, which is the whole Saint-14 storyline, the part mm-hmm. I'm most excited about because I'm a huge Saint-14 fan. The I was greatest Titan yeah, who ever I, lived. I was a Defender, Bubble, Titan, all of mm-hmm. D1, like rocking the Saint-14. Drunk comment. Bubble. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that character. Drunk Bubble. But it seems like that's happening like halfway through the season, right? And it's probably going to be something small like uh mm-hmm. like some of the the in-between events we've had for for other seasons so at the time of this recording we've gotten three lore entries the accolade entry the vanguard and the sundial entry you've read them all yep. travis why don't, why don't you just sort of tell us what what are they developing story-wise yeah they're kind of uh, fleshing out the background of osiris and saint 14 and their relationship they were uh, Saint Fourteen was the first uh, Vanguard uh, Titan leader uh, b- before Zavala, uh, and uh, he recommended that Osiris be the first Warlock one and, and kind of like the leader of the the whole Vanguard effort. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of going into their friendship and also how Osiris was was basically responsible for Saint Fourteen dying because he went on kind of a, a suicide mission to save Osiris and ended up getting trapped in a time loop and fighting the Vex for like eons yeah. and eventually died and. And that sort of thing. So it's kind of building up their relationship and the stakes there, which I think is really awesome if we could get. I mean, and there's lots of like lore implications here, right? Like if Saint-14 is alive, does Zavala get demoted? Like, are we? No, I can guarantee you, know? you that at the end of the season, Saint-14 is still dead. You think so? Man, that is. Uh, <laughs> I, I think there's no way. That I hope he, not. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I think there is no way that they can continue to tell this storyline where he survives. I don't know how they could do that narratively because the whole device of the sundial is a time manipulation device, right? And right. in order to set things to where they are today, which the story is in a pretty good place. You know, the traveler has woken up again. Uh, the tower is rebuilt. If you go back, you don't know what implications that's going to have. What caused it's the whole time travel theory, oh, right? Oh, oh, well, like if you change something in the past, you could royally mess up the the future. Biff Tannen could be our president. No, I, I, ima- I imagine. It is. So I imagine it's that like he just loses all that time. Like he just plops in, and he's now here in our world, and mm-hmm. he just wasn't around during that gap. I mean, that's totally feasible. That wouldn't change mm-hmm. a whole lot. I think that's hard to write narratively. That's Not really. What, that's, he, he dies and then he comes back way like many years later. Like mm-hmm. he's just lost all those years. Isn't that like a trope in, you know, in, in like time? Sh- in time. most time things. There's yeah. a potential. I would hold on to that hope. Dude, and you like guys are such kind of downers. <laughs> well, it's because here's what yeah. happens every release. The community gets super hype. All these crazy ideas. This could happen. Well, look what happened. No, we're going to go to Mercury. We're going to mess around on Mercury and then we'll never go there again. Hey, at least we get to use spare. All right. That's get true. I'm actually excited about that. But honestly, like I, I, I'm, I know that the activities I've kind of already, and I hope I'm wrong about this, but I've kind of already come to grips with the fact that what we're going to be doing in this DLC is going to be sundial over and over again. Each week we're going to log on and, and probably grind this thing out. It's probably not going to be super interesting, but I'm at least hoping I'm hoping, hoping, that, hoping That's it. a new one. <laughs> the hoping <laughs> I'm at least hoping that the, uh, that the the story implications will be really strong and kind of like offset maybe some of the the grindiness of of the season. That's that's my that's my hope. I would love that. I think one of the biggest disappointments I had during this reveal is that we just had this pretty interesting lore beat in Shadowkeep about what's happening with the Vex offensive and and how Vex offensive has somehow led us towards this Sundial event. Which we ha- have we seen yeah. like some sort of event that kind of leads into that? 
No. Just like it's just no. like, hey, like maybe we're gonna get a cut. Hey, you you killed the undying mind. Enough time. Now come on over to Mercury. That doesn't seem like a really like yeah, like that doesn't seem like a nice transition into uh, it. it could work. I, if he yeah, I, if they show something at the start of the season it, or like the actual end of this season. It sounds like from the trailer there's gonna be some sort of cutscene where Osiris just shows that's up and like, damn, you that's did it, bro. You know, like, that's what I is as long as we have some sort of cutscene that bridges that yeah. rather than like just like, all right, now you're at Mercury doing Sundial. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to hold my expectations on For this sure. one and just say that I'm pretty concerned about the storytelling abilities of this season. And it really bothers me. Well, I'm glad that we're getting lore on Bungie.net. So let me say that first. Yeah. It really bothers me that we have all these excellent stories that we have that we end up reading on Bungie.net that just seem not to be a priority, not just for Bungie, but for just game developers, period. Mm-hmm. Why is storytelling such an underrated thing these days? Apex sort of does it. Yeah, yeah, like it's uh, not underrated, but like underutilized. Res- Resource wise, they're just like, yeah, let's not let's dedicate fewer resources yeah. to storytelling yeah. within it, within our game engine. Let's like do that in books or whatever. And it's just like that's why I love games more than anything. That's yeah, why I love mm-hmm. the Mass Effect series, even like other games like Gears of War. This year, Gears of War Four had a pretty compelling story, and it drove me through that in the entirety of that campaign. Yeah. And it's no, just it's, such a shame that we get the B tier story within within the game. Yeah, it feels Shadow, like a, Shadow Keep being an exception. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it, it was great storytelling, but it's not like a full it story. Right? It stops suddenly. Yeah I, yeah, I feel like storytelling is always a secondary objective with uh, with some of these bigger games that you know they're just trying to like turn out content. It's like we can figure out an explanation for this later. Let's just try to create like content that's fun. And I, I think that that's, you know, a fair, a fair way to approach it, but I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp as you for sure. Look but. at star Wars. What was it? Star Wars Jedi fallen order is the full title, right? Yeah. Fantastic game. Fantastic story. You don't have to put story second. I guess that's yeah. all I'm really trying to say. Yeah. How do you feel about the storytelling lately, Brian? That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has no strong feelings. It ended so abruptly. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah, high. yeah. No, it's just yeah, I, I, I think, I think a lot of it is because, like, I mean, there's, there's, there's probably like just studies that Bungie is doing, and they probably recognize that it's like, yeah, like most of us love like the lore and hearing the story of Destiny, but it, it's ultimately not what's keeping us going week after week. It's you know the power grind, the loot chase, and all that stuff, and so like. They're 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 heavily resourcing, the, giving us things to do rather than giving us things to read and watch. Yeah, they're um, so their that's bets. What they're they're doing they're doing what's ultimately going to keep us engaged over the course of a season or when it, when a campaign drops. Um, so I, I think that that's probably got a lot to do with it because I think if they focused, like you know, obviously their their resources are tight. So if they focused just a whole slew of things on lore, then they're, they're going to have to cut back in other departments. Sure. And so that, that, that could probably be one of the technical issues that they're dealing with themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that's a possibility. Yeah, of course. Uh, real quick, let's take a look at some of the stuff that we will be experiencing. I have the roadmap here in front nice. of me. Uh, Season of Dawn Pass uh, on the 10th, which is next week, Tuesday. Or we're getting the sundial. We're going to be fighting Nerul, the hollow voice. And then free to all Destiny 2 players, you're getting your new artifact, the Lantern of Osiris. We're getting that solar subclass update, the PvP mode, elimination. Uh, reprise of well we get rusted lands back and they didn't talk about this too much but the obelisks will open on tangled shore and mars and that's i don't know what's opening is. on those ones or was it edc and nessus well i mean that's what i'm reading right now it says mars and tangled shore obelisks open on the 10th and then nessus oh, and I see the next, on the, the next 17th, on the 17th. and then yeah. the sundial will change to Ozeltech, and we can't save a legend until the 17th either yeah so what's the they didn't say anything at all about what the obelisks are. 
right? No, they didn't. They didn't say anything. Okay, so I'm just I'm assuming they're just leaving that up to like discovery. We'll figure it out. They're being pretty yeah. quiet about it. Yeah, because they did say in the stream that there there are other reasons for you to go out the solar system for yeah. the season, mm-hmm. like Tangled Shore and 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 um, and uh, Mars. So we'll see. Yeah, what those right. actually are. Well, as we've learned from the past, sometimes when they don't talk about things, it's because it's you know. Vex uh, yeah, now it's I'm just, a now new lost sector. Yeah. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, is the obelisks are probably just like Vex invasions, but instead it's just Cabal invasions. Yeah, it's something. Anyway, uh, what else we yeah. got here? Twelve seventeen to one fourteen. So from December December seventeenth oh until January fourteenth, we have the dawning. A, a month, whole month of dawning. Month of Maybe the, you brush your ooh. teeth again. You like the the Halloween event? I can tell you, it's I be did more not cookies. like the Halloween event. More I, cooking. You loved it. Liar. I I just did it all <laughs> begrudgingly. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, we have Iron Banner, where we can get the old armor again, <laughs> and we also get the sundial. It looked like there was new Tazarok, weapons. At least. The Sun Eater. There will probably <laughs> Wait, be new weapons. Destin, There's a bow. There's a bow. Right. Destin, it looked like there was new side. <laughs> You're, you might be bumming the audience out with your with your negativity. Maybe we should talk about how Anarchy's drop rate is increasing really quickly. By, okay, as, yeah, as by a, 5%. Right. Yeah. Hey, Anarchy's going up 10%, everybody. Not going so up 10%. Not going up 10%. Um, going up to I'm, 10%. I'm trying to echo the sentiment of what a lot of the community is saying and uh, uh, putting forward and... I guess I'm I'm kind of disappointed too. Like I feel I feel, I feel, I feel like it. I feel I like feel it's it. going to be a light season. I'm not mad. I know. I it's know. just it yeah. is what it is, right? It's ten dollars worth of content. It's ten dollars. In the at the end of the day, it's ten bucks. Yeah, that's not a whole lot of money. But in IGN reviews, we don't take price into account. No, of it's course part of, not. Part of our uh... yeah. So if you review this, Travis, mm-hmm. enjoy uh, <laughs> one seven. So we're going to get the Legend Sundial and the Exotic Quest Devil's Rune. And then 128 near the end of January, we're going to get the Bastion Exotic Quest, the Empyrean Foundation on February 4th, and the Enotam Oblivion's Triune. Triune? I don't know how to say that word. And then we get Crimson Days, 211th to 218. And that is the Destiny events that we wow. have coming down the road a month for the dawning but a week for crimson day i'm not sure how i feel about crimson day being the final thing on the roadmap to a season hmm. i really like crimson read day. all players the the thing specifically for uh this is uh two four that will be that's the last thing on the roadmap for season of dawn specifically hmm. this is the calendar for season nine as a yeah. whole yeah. so you know you gotta separate that sort of also right. the obelisks mm-hmm. are open to everyone it looks like yeah, yeah, because they're going to be on the planet. So I don't think there's a way to right. isolate that for players who can't. It's just it's just invisible while people are shooting at nothing who have the season pass. It seems like there's stuff. We're going to have things to do, reasons to sign on. Am I going to play 260 hours like I did for Shadowkeep? No way. And I doubt that was part of Bungie's plan. It's like, all right, we got to make sure they play just as much Shadowkeep. Yeah, you know, it's just it's 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 a season that's going to be lighter, and we're just going to like. Basically, there's going to be no rush to do anything this season since there's no, like, pinnacle activity adding, yeah. you know, being added to the game for us to need to grind a 970 or something. God. We'll talk about pinnacles in just a second. One of the things I brought up was the subclass changes, and I put together a little montage, if you're watching the video again, of all the Hunter subclass changes. That knife looks awesome. This looks really, really, really good. Um, very excited about that. And, it's not just and the knife, though. It's the... the, the, the yeah, little it's like the flare of it and how it all plays out and... 
I don't know why, but I feel like this has to be CJ's doing because he's a hunter main. And <laughs> anyway, CJ walks in. All right, yeah. guys. I, I don't think it was. I got this CJ line. Like hunter knives. I, I yeah. think I saw him tweet and he was like seeming surprised. Like he was like, ah. Like, nice. like, oh, yeah, surprise. sure. You think so? Surprised. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm pretty excited about these. these I'm excited for changes. that, too. Yeah. I'm, I want every every class to be more lethal, mm-hmm. like in terms of like. You I can't wait to see show. your hammer throw. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah I, the, the warlock melee actually turned out to be pretty nice. I, I, I didn't think he was going to end up having homing but it looked like from the from the reveal stream it does have homing nice like a, some some sort of tracking on it now i i don't think it's super aggressive but looks yeah, pretty so, cool so actually uh in in my random notes they they did talk a little bit about some of the other subclass changes so mm-hmm. what do we got here um titan thunder crash uh base damage was significantly increased the Night Stalker bottom hunters get invis longer and can fire their weapons for 0.8 seconds before they come become visible it's, again. That's going to be I don't be think rough. it's just the hunters. I think it's um, everybody who goes invisible. So that way, if you really? get surprised with an invis grenade, you don't immediately come out of it. So it gives you mm-hmm. 0.8 seconds after invisibility mm. um, to to stop firing. Yeah. So that way you're not like just accidentally pulling out of the invisibility that you oh, get. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, and I'm super glad that handheld supernova is more consistent and therefore more powerful. I've watched people like because I've been playing comp, man. Yeah. That thing is used consistently hey, in comp, and it We're, is a good power yeah. to have on the warlock. Yeah, so. yeah it can be good. Also, the uh, Titan Thunder Crash. It should be noted, you're in air longer. Like you, yes. that moment where you charge yeah. up. And longer. it's and I think the damage is two hundred versus one hundred. Yeah. So I mean, air. I mean that's yeah. huge. Uh, I really you, like Thunder yeah. Crash. So. Yeah, so so that was a, a pretty cool note. Uh, one other thing I wanted to get your reactions on. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through here, we talked about Sundial. We talked about PvP at the top. Oh, so um, I won't... Well, I'll just get your reactions first. Uh, the level grind has changed. We are getting a power increase. Mm-hmm. We're 960. That's our top power right now, and if you did the grind, more power to you. Well, now you can do it again up to 970. Guess what power level I am right now? What? 972. Well, guess what? Because your thing resets, you're going to be able to... I'm going to go down to... I'm going to go down... I think my base is going to go down to 950-something, like high 950-something. Mine's like 955. Yeah, so so I'm going to lose all of that progress I made, and then the new cap... Is going to be 970, even though I was already above. I know that it's, you know the 970 is from the artifact, but mm-hmm. that's not going to feel good. Yeah, dude, that seems completely unnecessary. Like, I feel like nobody's actually at 960 base right now. So. There's a few people out there, like all five of them. Yeah, but like, wh- why do this? Like, I'm yeah, I just so so now the the soft cast has changes, so we have a reason to do all of our you know regular activities for a while, and those... yeah, we'll be able to get up to 960 real easily. Yeah, quickly. I need to. I need like two things to be 960 and then i'll get that on the day one yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say this this pinnacle grind is bad yeah it it it, it doesn't really it's not going to feel rewarding to heat hit the pinnacle each week it's almost been lessened in some way yeah so i'm just i'm also curious on what is actually being added that gives pinnacle gear i'm imagining that in some way the sundial is going to give you a pinnacle drop yeah we're talking about the armor next because we have a new uh not we have that new ability that we're going to have uh, infused with light, I believe it's oh, called. Oh, no, it's I didn't, charged, yeah, yeah. With light, charged with light. Charged with light. And we're going to have to acquire a whole new armor set to utilize that ability, or at least that's how it seems. I don't believe that's been addressed yet. If it has, please correct me in the comments. But um, 
they need to address the collection system and they need to address the vault space system before they start throwing new armor. And literally the only reason that you would need this armor is to utilize that ability. With light. Yeah, I mean, yes, for your collection too, but yeah, but yeah. now, now we're going to keep, now it's going to seem, I think it started with, um, with season of opulence is now we're going to, now we're going to, we're continuing this trend of where like all that armor you grind in the previous season can't be used with the new builds, right? Because you can't, so- I kind of recall from the stream them saying that the the slot that was specific to this season is going away and being replaced with a new one. I kind of I watched it last night on the if, I hope you're if, correct. If you're correct right. in all of my undying and shadow keep armor gets that new slot for season of dawn, that's great. Yeah. What is it but charged with light? It's charged with light. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so because I mean right now you can't use anything from season of the undying with anything that is you know menagerie or yeah or 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 related that because you need those opulent yeah because slots. didn't they say they're not really doing a whole lot of new armor right so no. it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to to, to just yeah. make all that armor useless yeah if that slot can't be you know if you can't use those mods with with undying mm. stuff so yeah that one's a hard one to search for so yeah, I bet. yeah. but but either way i mean we can we watch the other the other option the other um problem with that too is if if the next season if that if that isn't true in the next season you have this new mod slot. All your new mods won't be able to take all the raid mods. Yeah. So you're gonna have to keep multiple sets. Yeah, which is fine, but then that creates the vault based problem. Yeah, or continues it at least. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to just read this article really quick to find the answer there. Uh, this is one that I should I didn't actually write on the run of show uh, by mistake, but um, yeah, that that is a. Really, really interesting thing. Interesting in a negative way. If we have to reacquire this armor <laughs> right. just to utilize this new power up, and then the the seasonal specific mods that we well, no nightmare mods are still a separate activity. So we will need this armor that can utilize nightmare mods, and now we're going to need this armor that utilizes the charge with lights mods, and we mm-hmm. have to make that decision about which one we want to use. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing nightmares, you're going to pop on your nightmare armor, right? And yeah. if you're doing charge with light things, then you're going to want the charge with light gear. Huh. Yep. Oh, I don't see any raid on this timeline either. Did you guys no, see a raid on here? There's no raid? Of course not. Really? I, That's I, great. Okay, look. The thing is is like I don't I I had zero expectation <laughs> yeah. of a raid. Like I, I knew going out. I was yeah, like I mean yeah. we didn't get one with season being, of the drifter, right? I'm being cheeky. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> that, there's no it's that that's my other issue and why I brought up um like I'm wondering what activities will bring more pinnacle like things to grind for pinnacle right. drops mm-hmm. because you have, because otherwise that's another four months of doing the garden of salvation. Yeah. And I've done a lot of garden of salvation. I'm like, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, the, man. I'm to the point where I don't want to play it anymore, right. but you have yeah. to, because you need the drops for it. And it's like, that that's one of the downsides of there being no raid. And I, I really hope that, you know, the sundial is interesting enough of an activity for us to grind yeah. pinnacle the title will definitely be tied to Sundial, right? Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's a no-brainer. I mean, it's also a no-brainer that the new pen, or ritual weapons are going to be tied to the title as well. If I have to play Sundial as much as I had to play Vex Offensive, I'm going to hate Sundial I'm, by, like, the second week. I won't hate it if it's fun and interesting, and it doesn't have an over an overabundance of me needing to compete with my teammates to get things done. Mm-hmm. That's the that was the one of, that was one of, that's the problem. It was one of the biggest problems of X Offensive's title, the Undying, is that you had to 
compete, compete for kills in PvP for PVE, mm-hmm. and that's just right. not, that's not fun. Yeah, yeah, not resing people and all that. Exactly, stuff. I was yeah. doing that. I was doing that on purpose because yeah. I was like, oh, this guy died. Cool. Now I can kill all of these enemies with my fusion rifle, and he yeah. won't get any of the kills. Mm-hmm. It's speeding up my progress. Yeah, yeah. Guard of Salvation is a great raid, but uh, oh, I like the raid. It's, it's probably going to wear thin if if you get if it's pinnacle for you know the yeah. next year or yeah. whatever. So. I think I have six full clears, and I'm good. Like I, I stopped Fair doing, enough. I stopped doing the light level grind around nine fifty five. I'm like, wait a minute. So they're gonna raise it. That means this whole chase the nine sixty. I'm gonna complete the first week of the new season, right? Right. Yeah. So the, the, why the, the, the run to nine sixty was actually kind of pointless because the raid cuts off at nine forty, not cuts exactly. off. Exactly. I mean, your power delta, you know, at some point will cut off. But well, raise it helped, like, it I have like it, plus fifteen power. So I once you're nine fifty, I'm really nine sixty five. Yeah. The hardest activity in the game is what nine eighty nine eighty nine eighty. Yeah, the, the and, master nightmares or whatever. Yeah, and I'm within the power delta to clear that so fairly here's the easily. Question. Are they yeah. raising the the activity to nine ninety? I think so, probably. Probably, it, it's, it's, probably not those activities, but the new. No, ones. sorry, I'm talking about like nightfall, like nightfall ordeal. Like, are they going to raise that to 990? Because well, like so. everything that's master leveled is 990. So right. It's like if you're going to... But I, I think Legend Sundial will be 990. That's, that's yeah. how they have to do it because of the artifact. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Because think about it. We have our artifact buff right now. The highest power we're going to be is 970. Let's say by the time the Legendary Sundial thing comes out, we're, we'll have like plus 15 artifact again. Ah, uh, oof. So we'll be like 965, 970. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, it'll, mathematically it'll, it'll, it'll that makes sense. I think I think yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah if it, it, it's assuming that they want to do that, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty rough. I don't know. Going going over some of the other random notes before before we end the show here. Uh, exotic engram and faded engrams are now one item. So uh, if you don't have an exotic and you you pop this, you're gonna get one of the exotics you don't have or a random exotic. We we do a need random exotic armor. Armor, yes, mm-hmm. and that is one of the things people were discussing about their builds. They want to have more options with their exotic builds and this will at least provide it for the armor uh get your ariana's vow catalyst quest and make sure you pull ariana's vow any armor anything you have in your season pass do that this weekend pull it all out because it's going to go it's going to go away so actually yeah. going back to the faded engram thing yeah uh, did they did they say whether or not that's still going to be care uh, account one account based per week mm. uh what i don't understand your question because right now if you go get a faded engram that's one per account per week, right? You can't log into your other characters and get another one. When open rewards exotic, it doesn't say anything. Yeah. Contents no. are still class specific. Is it? I feel like I've done Well, that. the one you buy from Xur, that's account wide. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now that now but it's going to drop, it'll ones. drop random armor. So is it just, that's still just one random armor piece of exotic per week? Yes, for your class. Do they yeah. change that? I feel like I've bought faded engrams on multiple. Well, here let's I'll, let me read exactly what it says. The exotic engram and the faded engram have been collapsed into a new single new exotic engram item. When open, it awards a new exotic if any remain to be collected. Otherwise, it contains a random piece of exotic armor. Oh, so that's so if you have all world, the exotics, it's talking about world yeah. drop engrams too. Is what yes, I mean. that yeah. makes sense. Okay, so I was you already the, have all the weapons. You're going to get armor. Actually. It's kind of a bummer because then I'm going to have to infuse up all my exotics. And but I just pull them out of yeah, collections. You can at like pull them out of the collections. Anyway. That, the, 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 the other yeah. the, the issue is because of all now with weapon affinity and stat rolls. It's like I have like a Nezarek sin that that I like using a lot, but it's got mm-hmm. a crap roll, and there's no like you know good way to get yeah a, a Nezarek sin. So now adding this and making sure <laughs> that it's only going to drop a piece of armor means that I can start getting like really good exotic armor rolls. That's cool. 
Some other good stuff. Mods are only 500 Glimmer now. Gunsmith is going to have repeatable mods. That terrible field calibration mod is now a single objective, so you can do any of the events that you like, and it'll just increase. I like that a lot. I I didn't like having to go into the different modes, but hopefully those modes stay populated enough to, you know, uh, things. Uh, New mode-specific daily crucible bounties. By the way, they're getting rid of melee and grenade bounties. Thank you, God. Those those were the not-fun crucible bounties. And uh, there was something else here. Yeah, Gunsmith has repeatable mods. Uh, The last important thing that we should discuss, and that is Escalation Protocol. They're getting rid of the keys. You always get armor for your class upon completion. Uh, And what else did they say? Uh, Key fragments are gone. Uh, EP weapon drops are remaining the same. But Escalation Protocol is going to be a worthwhile event because you can get an armor drop every time you hit rank 7. Now, I think we're going to see a large population sort of uh, clamoring to get that title. And to get oh, getting Wayfarer, yeah, and to get that set, I think yeah. that'll be pretty fun. Yeah, did we talk about the new exotics that they showed, or at the, least mentioned? The two exotics on the roadmap were Devil's Rune and Bastion. Bastion, we Ooh, saw in the trailer. There's, the one. there's symmetry, right? The, the scout rifle slash linear fusion rifle. Yeah, that was. Oh, one. I missed that one. Yeah, there's yeah. one that you pull in. The I think season that's. Pass, I think that's right? the one you pull in the season pass at the very beginning of the season if you have the premium version. Otherwise, yeah. if you're not if you're not paying for this season, you have to wait until like level forty or something yeah. like that. Something, yeah, let me try and find it here really quick. Something that's not in there also is it's yeah. not on the twa, but they not, you're right. They did it's mention in, that. Yeah, it's in the trailer yeah. and then in such like that. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was like he was he was shooting people with like a scout and then he changed it and it became a linear, like linear fusion. fusion, fusion, fusion I, I imagine it's like a type of thing like uh, Izanagi's where you consume a certain amount of ammo or something. To yeah, turn he fired it into three it. times though. He killed yeah, three people. Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder how that works. I wonder if you have to get kills first and then oh to like it. charge it. Yeah, Here it is. Yeah, something like that. Get access to rewards. Instantly unlock the exotic scout rifle symmetry plus exclusive seasonal armor sets when you get the season pass. Require season pass. Freed of all deaths. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then they, they show the uh, the sidearm, which was the the rune. Sidearm looks cool. And they show the uh, the other one. I followed up my paper. So I don't know it's cool, but are we going to use it after it's we called, get it? It's called uh, Exotic Bastion or Bastion. Bastion, Bastion and uh, Devil's Rune. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with an exotic sidearm. So we haven't had one since Trespasser in D1. Yeah. Right? Oh, right. No, no, sorry, Rat King. Yeah, Rat King. Rat King. Yeah, Rat King. How, who could forget Rat King? Who could forget Rat King? The, the, <laughs> the sidearm everybody's The best way to complete raids. Oh, God. Six team Rat King. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited for that. And then the other thing is that uh, we, we're assuming we're going to get. Same 14 shotgun, right? Well, we, we have kind of, it. We yeah, pull it, it. Your pull it out of your collection. That's the joke everyone's making, right? Yeah, but I, th- I think there's going to be something else, right? Like an exotic yeah, version an of it. An exotic version or? of it or a randomly rolled version of it. Yeah, I hope. Season pass, uh, there was one thing that sort of concerned me. It looks like we're getting new items that are going to take up item spaces, like this weird honeycomb thing. I'm sure it's a new currency. Oh, come on. <laughs> Chocolate strange coins <laughs> filling up your vault. <laughs> like, do we really need another new currency? Another interesting thing is they haven't ta- they haven't No, talked, we don't. <laughs> they haven't talked about what that, that new engram is. What's what the contents of the new uh new Eververse engram is. Oh, it's probably just last season. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> it's probably last season content. Oh, uh, one yeah. one thing we actually didn't discuss, and that's how we'll wrap up the show. <laughs> it looks like they're actually pushing us towards new weapon types. If you look at what was unlocked yeah, in yeah. there, how do you feel about using scout pulse and uh, bows? I'm down. I don't, well, I don't mind down, scouts and pulse. I, I love my SMGs, though. You don't, yeah, it's you don't like the, the, pro- the problem is, is like I, I know we've mentioned this before, but it goes back to pre-Shadowkeep 
launch when they were saying like we want people to be able to play their way Psych. but then you release an artifact that limits me by having to use a mod on specific weapon types for pve anyway yeah, for pve still yeah still even then like i'm gonna feel useless if i want to go in and use like like exit strategy in in because i like using that gun in yeah. pve but now it's now i can't unless i want to use a secondary primary weapon yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, this is something I just noticed looking at the page. Choose which weapons to earn by completing time-lost weapon frames. So the weapon frames that are going away from Ikora. By the way, most stuff, if not everything, is going away that was associated with Ikora. And you're going to be able to get these these weapon new weapon frames for this event. Mm-hmm. So, I think we'll see yeah. some pigeons. Yeah. St. 14's like, <laughs> likes pigeons. Think so if you've got a good optative hand cannon, hold on to it. The shadow keep stuff you can still acquire. Yeah, you'll still be able to get all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I I'm really left not sure how to feel about the event. I'm trying to be optimistic, even though I probably sounded very pessimistic on this show. Yeah, it's one of those things <laughs> uh, where I'll yeah. wait to play the sundial, see how it turns out. I hope it's just not Vex Offensive 2.0, which it doesn't look like already. Well, actually, no, never mind. It does look like Vex Offensive 2.0 right now because they didn't show us anything beyond that first wave that they did. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it could be good though. They could have surprises. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they're not telling us everything to allow for surprises. How are yeah. you feeling about it? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm excited for the PVE stuff, but for for someone like me who would like to spend more time in PvP and have like an end game content, it's definitely heartbreaking to not see PvP and to have them reiterate that it's indefinitely on hold. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I maybe they'll. I mean, should I even have a glimmer of hope that they're just misleading me and that Osiris, I would trials of Osiris? Oh no, there. I would not expect tri- they would <laughs> heavily market trials. Yeah, of yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. That'll bring so many players back. Have you seen all the people not, trolling yeah. by retweeting that tweet from 2016? Trials is back. A lot of people have been retweet quoting oh, trials up. is back, that's but it's up. a tweet from 2016 from Bungie. And then they troll people with that. That's, That's gross. Yeah, they That's were doing gross. that for like weeks. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited about the lore stuff. I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what they do. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of on the same the same uh, level as you guys were. Like, it seems pretty thin. It is $10. But we also have to keep in mind they're taking all of the money from, you know, the, the Eververse stuff. And mm-hmm. with that sort of monetization, it kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, what are they building? What are we like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but the, hey, they said they couldn't keep up with the old uh, the old model. Right? Yeah, like opulence, opulence was super taxing on them to have yeah. like a raid and uh, an activity like the menagerie and everything that came with that season. So yeah. Yeah. maybe we're too needy. Maybe maybe we're too needy. Maybe it's time to to all hold hands and uh... so, CJ. CJ <laughs> used to sort of talk about the the roller coaster that is Destiny, right? And I think we're going into a lull period for sure. We're going to be exploring a lot of other games and like checking out other stuff because I, I don't think there's enough there to satiate how much we want to play destiny right yeah and i think that's why people feel let down they want this to be their one game that they play all the time and this is just your snack but you can do that if you have a pvp and game activity because <laughs> people will play yeah. that and it doesn't require you to make new content because they're making the content for you i think you're right i think that is like the big thing lacking and hopefully this trials hiatus results in trials coming back in yeah. a big way brian any final thoughts nope all right. Well, thank you for watching. This week, I want to hear what your positive thoughts were about this new season with a footnote of your negative. So positive on top for homework, 
negative on bottom and we can talk about them on next week's show to get the community reaction and the the good things that they like because i think i spread enough pessimism for, for everybody this episode. <laughs> well we got that anarchy buff you guys we yeah. got it <laughs> maybe i'll get it i still haven't done my run for this week and then next week i'll have my 10 yeah. 10 percent chance i I, pr- I predict that uh that anarchy will become meta in the sundial and destin will not be able to be part of it <laughs> it's the only exotic i don't have and these are all quests we have all quests coming up so yeah i'm yeah. done mm-hmm. anyway thank you for watching And until next time, everybody, Guardians Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.